Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the third episode of The Potential Podcast by Big Brothers Big Sisters of Northern BC. I am Jane, back again, the OG of the podcast. I'm only saying that because Kate, my co-host, was missing um, the last episode, but she's back now. Welcome back, back, Kate. (laughs) Thank you. So glad to have you back. I'm excited to be back. Definitely. Um, Who's joining us today? We have our mentoring coordinators, Melissa and Jesslyn. Yeah, super excited to have you guys here. Um, of course, you are kind of the the ones who do the the real work of the office. Um, when you think of Big Brothers Big Sisters, of course, that is the mm-hmm. mentoring programs, and sitting right in front of us are the people who do that work, that very very important work. Um, so, really glad to have you here today. Um, could you talk a little bit about um, specifically what you do at the office and kind of what your day to day looks like? Um, Justin, we'll start with you. Sure. Um, Well, first of all, thank you for having us. Um, I'm super excited to be here and to talk about my role at Bangs. Um, So as you guys mentioned, I'm part of the programs team. So really what my role is, is virtual programs. Um, So we do a lot of mentoring programs for children and youth throughout the region. And a lot of those programs take place online. Um, So pretty much what I'm doing is working with families and volunteers who want to be matched up um, in a big brother, big sister uh, match relationship. uh, And we do everything online together. Awesome. Big job. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then kind of what does your day to day look like? Like what do you... Yeah, so I pretty much support the match relationships that we have. So um, keeping in communication with, you know, schools and parents, um, the kids, obviously, and our volunteers. Uh, And when I'm not doing that, I'm planning new programming. So a lot of virtual group programming um, or, you know, new ideas for online activities and things like that that bigs and littles can be uh, doing together. Yeah, definitely. And what's exciting, too, is like this kind of your job essentially kind of came out of COVID because we were needing to transition everything. Um, I'm sure Melissa will talk, of course, about her role who does more of the in-person stuff. Uh, But we were looking for this like virtual stuff. So it's like you really were kind of like the trailblazer bringing all of this to light. So it's really exciting to have it and to see it really grow that what it's become. Yeah. Um, Melissa, how about you? Awesome. Um, Yeah, so I do basically what Justin does, but in person programs. Um, So, you know, my day to day looks like um, supporting my in person matches, whether that be one on one or group matches, being in contact with everyone, uh, making sure everything's running smoothly. Yeah, absolutely. And you are getting ready to set up for all of the um, in-school matches to start meeting again too, hey? Yes, that'll be starting up beginning of September. So I'll be in contact with uh, all everyone, all of our school contacts again and all of our returning volunteers. Yeah. Awesome. I'm going to really put you on the spot here, but do you know how many schools we serve? Uh, yes. So we have 10 active schools right now. Holy cow. Yeah. And then the teen program, I know that was something that we had in the past. Is that coming back or maybe spoiler alert? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we are. Uh, I've started to, um, screen, uh, volunteer mentors for the teen program. So those are teens from Dutchess Park. So I have one completely screened right now and I'm uh, screening two others in the next couple of weeks. So that program will also hopefully be up and running come September, October. So September is going to be huge here at the office. It'll be and it's busy. also Big Brothers Big Sisters month, so that's very exciting. September <laughs> is the best month of the year here at Bigs anyways. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Um, so you both put together a lot of different groups. Um, can you talk a little bit about the process of how that works? Um, you know, is it you come up with an idea and then from there they grow or a volunteer comes to you guys? Like, how do you talk a little bit about your process? How, how do they come to life? Yeah, sure. So it's actually kind of a mixture of both of mm -hmm. those things that you just said. Mm -hmm. um, so we collaborate quite a bit um, with the volunteers who we are already working with um, and also people who are interested in volunteering. Sometimes they come to us or approach us with an idea for what they think would be a really fun group activity that they would be able to, you know, lead a group of children in doing. So if they have like a skill or a hobby like painting or sewing that they want to share with a group of kids, um, then they can bring those ideas to us. And we are happy to kind of work with our volunteers to put together um, a fun age appropriate group that's going to work really well with their skill set and what their interests are and what they want to do um, to volunteer here. And then um, on the flip side, though, sometimes, of course, people don't necessarily have an idea about what it is that they want to be doing. They just know that they want to lead a fun group activity for some kids. So when that's the case, we have some recurring um, groups. I know Melissa will talk about her groups, but of course I do our virtual groups. So we have some that are more pre-planned um, that we've put all the activities together for sort of ahead of time. Um, and we're able to, you know, kind of pitch those to the volunteers and see if it's something they'd be interested in doing. And then again, if they are, then we just work with them to kind of come up with the fun activities that they're going to like to do best. Um, and then of course, all the planning um, starts at that point. We kind of come up with the supplies that are gonna be needed um, and a schedule that's gonna work really well for everybody. Um, and then we just put it together for them. Yeah, absolutely. That sounds great. Yeah, then I also do a lot of skills-based programs. Uh, so I kind of uh, think about what kids might enjoy doing or learning about. And then I contact uh, people in the community to see if they will be willing to partner with uh, certain programs. So that's how I've started a few of the skill-based programs also. Yeah, so specifically, like, one I know that's happening today is the paddle program, which um, it always seems like Melissa keeps getting um, the short end of the stick with with programs because, yeah, like, weather keeps being a factor, and so, I mean, it's not raining today. Let's hope it stays like that. I'm not going to knock on the table because it's probably not going to sound too great for our listeners, but... Um, so really for the paddle group, like specifically, like how did that one come about? Because I know we're working with um, the paddle club here in town. Yeah, um, I just uh, wanted to do something for the summer months. So I was uh, Googling a lot of just different sports. Um, and then I came across the Prince George Canoe and Kayak Club, their website. So I just um, emailed uh, the email that was on the website and asked if this would be something that they would be wanting to partner in if you could make something happen um and they said yes so that's kind of how this one came about awesome and then how long does that run till because it must be almost over uh yeah so each group had to miss one session each because of the weather so the last week was supposed to be this week but because of the missed lessons they offered to do makeup lessons so now next week will be the last week of paddle. Oh, awesome. Are you guys going to do anything like specific to celebrate? Uh, we're going to have pizza. And then um, I know the Canoe and Kayak Club 
they're gonna have canoes and kayaks out there so the kids will kind of get to pick and choose what they want to do and they'll have lots of games for them yeah absolutely I was lucky enough that I got to sit in on one of those paddle um paddle royale that we're calling it (laughs) um groups and it definitely seemed like the kids favorite activity was being knocked out of the canoe (laughs) yes (laughs) yes that is yeah talking to them that's what 90% of them said was their favorite part just tipping out of the canoes (laughs) how about with um the kayaks was did they get to practice like falling out of the kayak as well yeah yeah that was that was last week and yeah so um the kayaks that they have they aren't just regular uh like lake kayaks they're Mm -hmm. actual they have like sprint kayaks and stuff so like what you see in the olympics wow so they're very tippy (laughs) yeah so they tend to fall out a lot out of those holy cow and very topical too maybe we'll have some future olympians (laughs) (laughs) representing prince george at the next summer olympics (laughs) Um, so Jocelyn, of course you put together our virtual stuff and I think, you know, from my standpoint, it seems like there's a lot of unknowns when you kind of go into the virtual world. Um, what's been the biggest surprise or challenge that's been associated with putting together virtual programming? That's a great question. Um, as you kind of said before, one thing that I definitely don't have to worry about is the weather. Mm-hmm. Um, so like Melissa's always kind of dealing with, you know, unexpected weather changes that can interfere with her programs. But the nice thing about virtual is that they're rain or shine. Um, so we can kind of plan out a schedule sort of ahead of time um, and just sort of like know that the sessions are going to take place. Um, but one of the challenges that I don't think that we really sort of expected was attendance um, at some of our programs. Um, just because they are virtual, um, a lot of people kind of have, um, you know, they might forget that there's a Zoom program scheduled for that night, or they might just have Zoom fatigue from being um, part of so many online things, especially like lately. Um, so it's kind of easier to forget that you're supposed to go to a virtual event than it is that you're supposed to go to an in-person event. Um, so here on the programs team, we've just tried to address that by, you know, making sure that we communicate really well with people once they have registered for one of our groups um, and you know answer any questions that people have about the schedule and make sure that we just like email out the details um, you know the day of so people are reminded about them and don't have to kind of go like digging through their email to find that information Um, so we make sure that we're just really on top of that um, because we know how easy it can be to kind of forget that you have a virtual event going on Um, so we really just want to do what we can to kind of ease that burden for people yeah awesome I can definitely see that like you know, it's just like another calendar invite. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it can get kind of get buried in there, especially because the virtual groups will run for, you know, maybe five or six weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, so after the first couple of weeks, it might be just something kind of that's more sort of the back of your brain. So yeah. making sure that we're just, you know, giving the people the information that they need to have um, so they can remember to attend um, has been super helpful with that with that particular challenge. Yeah, definitely. I got to say, um, you know, I was lucky enough that I got to be a big sister um, in one of the virtual groups uh, that finished up last week. It was Lego Engineers and it was so fun and I'm so stoked that I have all this Lego at home now. <laughs> um, but I'm also pretty bummed because tonight is the first Tuesday that we don't have the group and I'm like, what am I going to do with my <laughs> like I've had it yeah it's been so top of mind I guess I might be a little bit different than maybe some of the other parents but um you know like yeah it's just been so great to be part of every week and I'm definitely gonna be missing out not doing it this week 
Yeah, that is one thing about the virtual groups um, that, you know, as opposed to some of the in-person groups on the last week, they can usually do a pizza party or something like that to sort of like mark the ending of that. Whereas virtual, everyone kind of says goodbye and then they, they kind of close their computers and that it kind of feels sort of anticlimactic in that way. It just mm-hmm. kind of ends. So we do put some effort into making sure that the last session, um, we give lots of time in the schedule for everybody to kind of talk about the group and how it went, um, maybe do like a final project together um, during that last week just so there's a way to kind of wrap it up a little bit Um, and we've been super lucky because we've had so many kids who have taken part in past groups um, apply again um, for future groups uh, when we announce them sort of later so we've got a bunch of kids who have come back to to groups after doing one before probably for just the same thing you were talking about where it's just like oh you know six weeks went by so fast what do I do on my Tuesday night now (laughs) exactly yeah I cannot believe how quickly it went by like I'm sure Melissa you can mirror that as well just how fast they go by yeah you know I think looking back to see like the amount of different programs that you guys have put on even this last summer is like it's crazy you know because we on the marketing team for the most part the only you know we put up the information on social media and we Mm -hmm. keep the website updated but we really don't get to see like kind of how they all play out and Mm -hmm. it's just it's so cool to see like all of the different stuff like creative stuff that you guys get to work on all the time yeah um what has been a program that you put on that you would have loved to participate in either like as a mentor or as a kid um, I'm actually going to say the Connect Online that we just did, the one that you're referencing that just wrapped up last week, the Lego Engineers. Um, we do lots of creative programs here. We do, um, you know, Arts and Laughs, which is our painting group, and Spark Science, which we do science experiments. Um, but the Lego Engineers, there was just something um, really unique about that, where it was kind of like a fun building challenge. Um, that was probably the one that I was most excited to put together because we really mirrored a different Lego building project with a different type of engineering each time Mm -hmm. so that made it a little bit more interesting too I think and just as I was putting that group together I was like man this would be so much fun Um, but I did get to enjoy buying all the Lego (laughs) so so I got to kind of live it that way Mm -hmm. a little bit and then of course being able um, to be a part of the group as the mentoring coordinator for it and getting to see all the kids enjoy it and stuff like that has been has been pretty awesome yeah absolutely and you thankfully got to test all of the projects beforehand (laughs) So. Yeah, I do usually get to test out the Lego builds or the arts and crafts projects just to make sure that they're age appropriate and we've got all the right supplies and everything like that before the group starts. So I get my fair share of fun in there too. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Like even, you know, just walking through like the office here, like we've all got our marionettes from the arts and laughs Um <laughs> Uh, program. I don't know if you still have any of your Lego builds that are still put together, but yeah, I took apart my Lego builds. Um, but yeah, I still have a couple puppets and a kaleidoscope kicking around in my office uh, from when I recruited you guys here at the office, the other staff to to help me test out the arts and crafts to make sure everything worked. So yeah, or sometimes Jane will will walk in through the parking lot and I'm in the parking lot testing, you know, a Lego race car or a science experiment <laughs> or something like that. Just you know, it's it's 
it's fun to be able to plan them on the back end and then also sort of to see it come together with a bunch of kids later trying out the same activities. It's just totally. so cool. Yeah, and it's not a really big ask either to ask your coworkers like, hey, do you guys want to do an art project or play a game? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we always do. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, how about you, Melissa? What's the program that you've facilitated that you would have loved to participate in? Mine would be paddle mm-hmm. um, because I love kayaking anyways. Uh, but they actually, they learn all sorts of different uh, paddling techniques instead of just normal paddling like how I feel like most of us do it Mm -hmm. which is super cool Um, and then just even testing out the different types of kayaks I had no idea that there are so many different kinds Uh, yeah it just seems super fun and the kids all love it yeah yeah that one is definitely cool you know with the paddle as well as like with the golf um, you know having more um, I don't know what to like trained like skilled instructors Mm -hmm. I should say who um really lead the group as opposed to like a volunteer like myself who's doing lego I don't really know obviously too much about lego other (laughs) than I played with it as a kid still I'm playing with it now um but yeah it's really cool to be able to like really have a a skill and you you know you you have attended every single group so you you know I'm sure get some of those (laughs) those lessons yourself I try to (laughs) yeah absolutely have you gone um kayaking I haven't oh okay too bad well not in the group yeah yeah um but even like on your own yeah you know yes to everybody this is the the correct way yeah I would have been doing that for sure teach everyone how to paddle properly (laughs) absolutely um I know like when I um got to sit in on one of the paddle um groups you know I was really impressed with the amount of kids that like really knew what they were doing um how kind of common is it to have a group of kids who come in and they just really knock it out of the park or you know same question to you Jessalyn like have you had like a science kid that's come in and known more than the volunteer <laughs> or you know, just really blown you away um I yeah I feel like it's pretty common I've run a few of the skill base now um the snowboarding golfing and now the paddling and mm-hmm. a lot of the kids are crazy amazing like mm-hmm. golfing was incredible watching those kids like I've gone golfing a few times and they could probably beat me mm-hmm. um yeah it, they've all done amazing and just taken up the skill if they had no idea before they took it up super quickly and easily yeah. yeah, definitely some skilled kids out there. Yeah, for sure. Um, in the virtual programs, we have always got a great group of kids with a really diverse background and interest in whatever sort of the topic of the group is. So there's always somebody who knows like a little bit more about science um, or maybe a really cool watercolor technique or something about engineering that they're able to kind of share with the group. And it's always sort of like a, you know, learning experience for everybody. But in the virtual groups, I will say the spot where the kids really shine is with the technology itself. Um, Everybody who's, you know, hosted a Zoom event or a virtual event knows that, you know, technical difficulties can come up. Um, And sometimes a volunteer might not know how to do a certain thing in the actual Zoom platform. Um, But that's when a kid will jump in and be like, oh, you know, here's how you do it. Like, I'm super familiar with this. I know how to do it. So um, they'll always like jump in and kind of, you know, save the volunteer from a technical disaster. (laughs) Absolutely. And I can attest to that, like the amount of times I had to ask the kids, like, how do I bring up the whiteboard? And how do I... I don't even know like how to help sometimes and you know there was another like kid on the call that was like oh you do this and this is how you do it and you know I remember our last um session of the Lego engineers we were playing around on the whiteboard quite a bit because that was one of the kids favorite activities to do after we finished our build and you know they're all 
typing in like emojis and everyone was like put your favorite emoji like into the whiteboard and I I'm yet to figure out how to do that <laughs> exactly <laughs> didn't, didn't ever get it um actually Jocelyn that was one of my um, questions for you in general who's better with technology is it the kids or the adults it's kids. Yeah, <laughs> um, obviously, I have spent quite a bit of time learning various virtual platforms, just the nature of my job, um, and making sure that I am well-versed in them enough to be able to train volunteers to make sure that they feel really comfortable. But I can't tell you how many things I've learned myself from the kids that we've worked with. They definitely know their way around technology. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like in general, there's been like this big... You you know, I feel like people are better, you know, being able to talk online and like facilitate things online because you've been forced to have to learn mm-hmm. those things. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think there's like this sometimes this misconception, sorry, um, that like millennials were perfect and we were great at technology. And I think, you know, COVID <laughs> and this pandemic has shown us a little bit like there's quite a bit to learn. Like we, you know, really need to learn our etiquette when talking on Zoom and oh, yeah. those things. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Big learning curve. Um, Melissa, what can we look forward to in terms of in-person groups in the future? Mm-hmm. Um, I have a arts and crafts group that's mm-hmm. starting the end of August and that's running for 10 weeks. So I'm super excited for that. Um, and that's like a, a teen group. Yeah, that's a teen group. We're doing, uh, so far I only have 13 to 15 year olds in the group, but mm-hmm. it is open to uh, up to 16 year olds. So that's super exciting. Um, I'm also, uh, we're going to have a boys group okay. um, that's based on uh, basically a lot of like STEM activities. So uh, like science engineering. Oh gosh, was it science engineering? Yeah. Technology. Technology, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, like rockets and building like robots and stuff wow. like that. Um, so that'll be starting mid October, hopefully. Okay. Um, that'll be for uh, ten to twelve year old boys. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, once uh, winter starts, then we will most likely be doing our switch snowboarding program again. And yeah, that's what's coming up in the near future definitely and um you there's still some space to for people to join into that um teen uh, arts and laughs or sorry yeah. arts and crafts group. <laughs> yeah i know I, <laughs> I constantly call it that too <laughs> um yes i still have three spots available for mm-hmm. participants and that's a girls only group yeah okay, yes it is. awesome yeah. um so like the groups are they going to be like meeting um at a different location every week or they'll all be here uh, in our downstairs clubhouse okay each awesome week. yeah and then each week a new volunteer comes in to teach them uh so it'll be the same volunteers okay. uh but for our arts and crafts group we do have um at least two different um instructors coming in so we have uh watts art academy coming in one week uh, she'll be doing some mixed media art with them and another week she will be doing uh, I believe water painting with them and then I also have someone coming in from rustic I'm not gonna remember it uh, I'm gonna have to look at it but they're coming in for free they're supplying all the supplies for us and they're gonna do um, plaque painting oh wow yeah and they're yeah they're supplying everything uh, they just want to give back to the community and so Watts Art Academy is also coming in and supplying everything for them too which is super awesome yeah, yeah. definitely that's it's so cool like Prince George is such an amazing community with the fact that so many people are willing to step up mm-hmm. um you know and it 
people are still struggling because of COVID and this, you know, we're starting to restart, but you know, the, the amount of people that are continuing to have stepped up multiple times throughout, you know, the the worst of the pandemic, hopefully we're past the worst of the pandemic. Um, but you know, even now with this restart, people who are continuing to give back, it's, it's pretty cool to see. And it's awesome just to be part yeah this community yeah i'm super excited for it definitely um so you guys are both engaged congratulations <laughs> thanks yes you. very exciting um so of course huge congratulations to the both of you um you know you're still kind of in or you're both in the planning stages of course with covid which good luck <laughs> kate yeah. and i plan events and we know how frustrating <laughs> and um, yeah, how frustrating that can be, and just, it's an upward battle. Uh, so, yeah, the stakes seem to be much higher when it's your own personal special days. Mm-hmm. Um, so we wanted to kind of throw some, like, typical wedding activities at you to get your thoughts. Okay. The shoe game, yes or no? I don't know that I know what that is. Oh, okay, so it usually happens at, like, wedding receptions. Um, so the groom and bride will sit back to back, and they'll have, um, like, the bride's shoe in one hand, and then the groom's shoe in the other side hand, and then somebody will ask them a question, like, who snores the loudest, and then they put up you know, oh, who it is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I've never heard of that. Okay. <laughs> I should have said, if you could just tell me what that is for our listeners. Yeah. <laughs> um, so this is all new to me, but I, I don't I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? We actually played a game similar to that for our engagement wedding shower, whatever it's called. Yeah. Um, and I actually find those types of games super fun. Oh, okay. so. yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, I'm not engaged and I don't have plans to get married anytime soon, but um, yeah, I don't know. Like, But that's what I, I said. I said engagement, like shower, kind of fun because it's all your mm-hmm. friends and family. Yeah. Reception, I don't know. Yeah. you're making the whole crowd just watch. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe yeah. too long. In the small yeah. setting, it was lots of fun. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And it's yeah. usually like the people who know you the best. Exactly. Who are showers. Mm-hmm. And then extended family at the reception yeah. might be like, uh, yeah. I don't know. I feel like I've seen the shoe game go on for too long. Yeah, that's too what many I mean. times. That's what I mean. That, yeah, I've like... When I see the, the the chairs being set up, I just do a little eye roll. <laughs> so that's a no from me. Um, do you think it's bad luck to see the groom before the wedding? No. I don't think it's bad luck. Yeah. Okay. I think that I would, you know, I would probably, I need to see the groom before the wedding because there's probably something I forgot to do and <laughs> I'm going to have to be like, look, you're just going to need to go do this thing because I missed it. So I'm going to say I hope it's not bad luck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, we're doing a first look in pictures beforehand because mm-hmm. it's a winter wedding. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we need pictures in the light. So I hope, I also hope that it's <laughs> yeah. not bad luck. Yeah. We hope no. <laughs> I love the idea of like a first look mm-hmm. photo. You know, I was in, um, like when my brother got married, I was in the bridal party and just seeing that like the actual first look happen like in real life. And it was just like, it was like a special moment to mm-hmm. see. And I think... You know, maybe, you know, I'm sure watching your bride walk down the the aisle is, like, amazing to see, too. But being able to have that, like, as an intimate moment sounds really nice. Yeah, I'm excited for it. Yeah. How about you, Justin? Have you thought about 
are you gonna have a first look or are you no if it happens it'll be an accident as yeah. I kind of like alluded to previously yeah otherwise we're gonna aim for you know it being at the actual ceremony mm-hmm. as I'm walking down the aisle yeah, yeah. who do you think's gonna cry more you or the groom oh the groom <laughs> <laughs> no me for sure yeah yeah <laughs> How about you, Melissa? Also me, for sure. Yeah. He did, He almost fainted when he proposed, though, so he might just almost faint. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> we'll see. That's awesome. Um, if COVID wasn't a thing, big wedding or small wedding? I, I would be having a small wedding mm-hmm. either way. Mm-hmm. Of course, with COVID and everything like that, it's definitely my plan to have a very small wedding. I, well, very small. I don't really know how people, you know, dictate the size of their weddings. <laughs> yeah. But under 50 people for sure. But I think I would be doing that no matter what. So. Mm-hmm. Um, medium size? Yeah. I'm having a super small wedding as is. Um, we just, well, he has a really big family. So it's all... Super close family, but still 30 people. But my ideal wedding would maybe be like 60 to 70. So I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Medium. Yeah, I'd say yeah. that's medium. Yeah. Um, what's worse, a bridezilla or bride bridesmaidzillas? A bridezilla. Yeah. There's nothing tackier <laughs> than a bridezilla. That's true. <laughs> Yeah, I don't really know what a bridesmilla, bri- bridesmilla, bridesmaidzilla is, but it's the same as being a bridezilla, but you're just a bridesmaid, like you're in the wedding party. Yeah, yeah. like I picture it as being like a bridesmaid who's like making the day about her, maybe. Like, or I wouldn't want to deal with the bridesmaidzilla. Yeah, obviously, but I'm. I don't think I'll be a bridezilla. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, is it okay to be upstaged, quote unquote, by like the ring bearer slash flower girls or like any kids in the wedding? Hundred percent. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Absolutely. I want to be upstaged by the kids at the wedding. That, yeah, it just makes the day so much like more fun yeah. and relaxed, and it kind of takes the pressure off you know the grown ups who have big important jobs to do that day. It's yeah. like oh, you know, everyone look at the kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Eyes off you for a bit. <laughs> Um, and then do you plan on eating the wedding cake or even having one? We are just having cupcakes. Okay. Um, so I will be eating some cupcakes mm-hmm. because they sound delicious. Yeah. yeah. What kind are you getting? Oh, God. Um, a lot. We have, like, white chocolate raspberry. Uh, oh, gosh. I don't know. We have, like, six. We're getting six different kinds, oh and they all sound delicious. Well, I hope there's some leftovers that you can bring to the office. They're probably <laughs> And I will. <laughs> awesome. How about you, uh, Justin? Um, yeah, I think that I would have a wedding cake, like a small wedding cake, uh, because I definitely just want the excuse to eat cake. Like, yeah. it's my wedding day, a wedding cake goes with a wedding day, yeah. it's happening. Yeah. What I won't do is yeah. cut the wedding cake, somebody else can do that for me. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's yeah. so much pressure. Even at a birthday party and someone says cut the cake, yeah. like, no, no, that's hard. Yeah. An ice cream cake? Oh yeah. my god. <laughs> like, you're asking way too much of me. Yeah, too much. Um, okay, so we've got some, like, funny or awkward, um, the garter toss. And specifically, like, when taking it off. Taking it off. Awkward. Mm-hmm. Awkward for sure. Yeah, yeah, so you guys are not planning on doing that? No. No. Yeah. Okay. No, no garter toss. So um, we agreed with that one. Yeah, I definitely yeah. agreed. I, yeah. Yeah. Although my friend sent me a video and said that we should do it where 
like the best man secretly had his leg underneath <laughs> and oh the garter was on gosh. it. And then like the groom's blind or blindfolded. So yeah. he doesn't know. So he thinks it's your leg then. Yeah, you should definitely surprise. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> um, what about couples that make out at the altar? For the first kiss, or for the kiss your bride. No. no. Yeah. Awkward. So awkward. Yeah. Nobody wants to yeah. see that. Do that no. later. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Mm-hmm. Um, when bridal or groom's parties do a choreographed dance routine. I think it's funny. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's cool when they yeah. can do that and be good at it. Yeah. 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 I think it's thoughtful. I mean, it's, I think it's, like, something that obviously takes, like, a lot of work and planning, and mm-hmm. you wanted to do it for your friends, and if you can get both sides of the wedding party to, like, come together and do something cool like that, it just, like, really speaks to your friends. Yeah. I think that's funny. Yeah, yeah. totally. Um, and then, kind of, what are you most looking forward to about getting married? So far, it's just been being married. Yeah, <laughs> just, <honestly. laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I think at this point... Um, obviously my engagement is still pretty new. I've only been engaged for about a week, so I haven't had, you know, a lot of time to devote to thinking about that yet, but yeah, just being able to get married to the person that I want to marry, it's pretty much speaks for itself. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I feel like I would say the same and just getting all prettied up in my wedding dress with my hair and makeup done. Yeah. I'm so excited for that Yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. (laughs) Totally. Yeah, well, those are great answers because it's probably what it should be. Just get married, not yeah. like so everyone looks at me. Or, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm not complaining about getting to pick out a dress. Yeah, yeah, I'll say yeah. that. Yeah, definitely. Um, okay, so kind of how we've been sort of ending the podcast is we've been throwing just rapid fire questions out. Um, if you want to add a little bit of an explanation, do. If you want to move on, we'll move on. Okay. Um, so, what's been your favorite memory working at Biggs? <laughs> when Melissa hosted Mini Putt in the park, mm-hmm. and we got to go next door to the park um, at the end of our shift and and help her out with the setup for that. Yeah, that was so yes, fun. That was lots of. Fun. I'm sad that a lot of those mini putts got destroyed. The the I holes. Know. I know. I know. Because they were so cute. I know. I saw some of them, and they're yeah. just chilling in my office, and they might yeah. be there for a year yeah <laughs> well stay tuned maybe there's gonna be like a mini putt event or something <laughs> we gotta use them we gotta use them for something yes. yeah they're too cute not to be used how about you Melissa? um i might say the same <laughs> yeah it was really fun yeah it was lots of fun and get just getting to make all of those was super fun totally yeah like having some time to do like some creativity stuff mm-hmm. yeah. i know sometimes my favorite days are like days where we're just putting together like a lot of social content or yeah. like you know kate and i have we just started up a new tiktok account follow us <laughs> um, we've only got three videos out there but we have a lot of like content to build tiktoks and i am mm-hmm. just so jazzed to put those together I, I will say tiktok is a hard app yeah i don't know how to do it i know the stars the stars yeah <laughs> it's a job it is we need to yeah. get some kids in here yeah <laughs> yeah exactly um, tiktok group a tiktok group yeah so they can teach us how to do tiktok yeah there what? you go jesslyn next <laughs> yeah. i'm taking notes over here <laughs> um what out animal represents you Mm-hmm. Oh, a cat. Yeah. A huh. cat for sure. Um, because, you know, a cat just kind of like hanging out, kind of like checking out the whole scene, like looking around the room and then like making like very like informed decisions about where to go be social. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's me. <laughs> yeah. If you're like a cat, I'm probably more like a dog and just super <laughs> friendly and excited. And yeah. 
everywhere all the time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that makes sense like, for me. I love the idea of a cat just because I'm such a cat person and yeah, I'm like obsessed with are. my cat. I feel like <laughs> Kate knows like the amount of times like I'll just be scrolling through like my phone for some like Big Brother's photo of some event and then like a picture of my cat Millie comes up and I'm yeah, like, like look at you have to see her like like linger on the Millie picture. Yes. Like oh my god so many. If you look around yeah. the office too like there's actually like a lot of like hidden Millie pictures around. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> yeah, but I don't know, like, hmm, what animal? What do you think, Kate? Who, what for would you, you be? Or for yourself? I don't know. I know, we put See, other people See, now there's a cat house. and dog. I'm just thinking cats and dogs. I know. I would definitely be a dog. <laughs> because... I'm not a cat. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not I feel cool like I'm just <laughs> Cats yeah. are cooler, like, yeah. cool, calm, and collected. Yeah, I want to be, And I get too excited like, about things. Yeah. I would. I love the idea of being like a peacock or something, <laughs> like something where like it's very flashy, but at the same point like mysterious. Yeah, yeah. that's what I want to be. I don't know if I ever come across like that, <laughs> but yeah. here's hopeful, hopeful wishing or whatever. Um, of the things that are currently in your office, what would you use to defend yourself in a zombie apocalypse? Oh, the wand, the magic wand that one of our childcare kids sold me last week at their auction, um, which I grabbed for a steal of 20 fake dollars. Um, and I just, I don't know. I can tell the thing has magic powers. Yeah. There was an auction? Oh, there was an auction. <laughs> what did I miss? There's always so many fun yeah, things Shark Tank. On. Yeah, that a shark tank? Yeah, that was yeah. a shark. So last week for our listeners. So right now is summer camp here at the office. Um, yeah. You know, and I think... You know, so there's always kids around every single day. They're at the lake right now, unfortunately, so there's not going to be any kid noise in the background. <laughs> but I feel like a lot of the times, like, you know, all of our offices are a little bit further away, like, from the main part of the office. So a lot of the times you'll mm-hmm. just hear, like, kids screaming mm-hmm. or, like, just running around or just, like, really funny yeah. kid noise. Yeah. Um, but last week, they it was Shark Tank week, so all the kids came up with their own inventions. Nice. And then there was... Um, what you Business call, proposals and yeah, like a bit of a career options, fair. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so unfortunately, Melissa was off. Yeah. Kate and I were off doing something else. And you know, we missed it too. Yeah, and yeah. Justin was the only one lucky enough to be able to attend. So I actually got all kinds of things in my office that maybe I could sell you guys for the zombie apocalypse. So you know, <laughs> yeah. I got a wand. I got the fortune teller. Mm-hmm. I've got a magnet spinner. I've got some other origami in there. Yeah, I'll bring stuff by later, and you guys can ha- take a look. Yeah, we might have to do, like, a garage sale resale. But the, <laughs> the wand is mine. Yeah. Resale. How about you, Melissa? What do you have in there, too, to find yourself? <laughs> all I can think of is all the bins that I have all over my office yeah. for our in-school bins. So maybe I could just use a whole bin and throw it at zombies. <laughs> yeah, it could be, like, heavy. Heavy. Or make a barricade. Yeah. yeah. It could also be, like, something to hide in. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it could be, like, an offense and a defensive yeah. item. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. in our office, I would say he's not going to help us much, but like Lemony Snicket, the mascot of the big squeeze, just so I'd have a friend. Yeah. yeah. But if I'm being honest, if there was a zombie apocalypse, I'm dead within 24 hours. Yeah, we've, yeah. Oh, we yeah. talked yeah. about this. Yeah. You and I would be gone. Yeah. yeah. I have no skills. No. No. I, I can't. I always like to think that I would make it far, but no. I wouldn't. Yeah, like, no, definitely 24 hours, I'm gone. The, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's done. It's done for me. Um, what is more likely, ghosts or aliens? 
being real. Oh. Aliens. Mm-hmm. I agree. I think it's definitely. Yeah. I wish it were ghosts. <laughs> Why do you wish it were ghosts? They 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 seem cooler to me. They have like you know as we know ghosts. They have like this history. They have all this mm-hmm. weird like unfinished business. I want to know what that is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm very intrigued by them. But if I have to be you know realistic about yeah. this very serious question, I will go with aliens. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's fair. Yeah, I'll say aliens. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. I, Kate said ghosts. We have this oh, we a little said bit. I said ghosts. Is that what you still think? Well, I definitely think there can't be. I don't want to get like weird about it, but like there <laughs> definitely can't be. We can't be the only living thing anywhere. Yeah, there's yeah. There has to be some sort of alien. Like I don't know if aliens, but like there's something else. Yeah, there's gonna be like exactly. life somewhere else. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's like, why are there so many stars and planets? Like, yeah, you cannot tell me that. Like we're not the only we're the thing. Only yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah, especially because we're just like the smallest little yeah. speck. Yeah, and I feel like it's like wrong to believe that because like why are we so important? Yeah, yeah. only us. Yeah, totally. There's something I am, like, worried, though, if ghosts are real, that, like, if <laughs> you're, you're haunted, haunted, what do you do? What, like... I know. You, you just... What do you do? You just be haunted. Yeah. You have to, like, drive with it. I couldn't swing it. that. I couldn't. I couldn't <laughs> handle it. Like, it, even now, like, the pressure of potentially being haunted. <laughs> I remember, like, when I was a teenager, my friends and I used to love to play with, like, Ouija boards. Sure. Mm-hmm. Now I will not even touch that. No, no, because, I don't think I would. No. no, because for like that exact reason of what if? Well, is it better to be haunted or abducted? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> um, yeah, I would rather be haunted. I think I would rather be haunted too. Personally. Like to stay on Earth, even yeah. if it's a haunting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, at least if you're abducted, abducted in my mind, you wouldn't remember it. Hopefully, hopefully. or like. It would just be quicker. I'm just assuming, like, yeah. It's more like a blackout. It's a blackout, yeah. Yeah. Fair enough, yeah. I'm hoping so, anyways. Let's hope neither of them happen. I don't think I can handle any of them. Um, If you had 24 hours in each day, how would you spend your extra time? You mean, like, 24 hours a week? No, like, so instead of... you don't sleep. Like, every day. So every day is 25 hours instead of 24. So you have an extra hour. Oh, you have an extra hour. Mm -hmm. What would I do? Yeah. And would you even notice? (laughs) <laughs> I think I would notice. Yeah? Yeah, I, I think that I would. I feel like those, like, little precious hours in, like, the morning before you actually, like, leave and start your day, that's where I would tack my extra hour on if I yeah. ever to get one. Mm-hmm. And I would notice that. I would, like, just drink a cup of coffee and be like, I don't have to leave the house yet. And yeah. mm-hmm. I would I would be content. And every day I'd be like, that was the best hour <laughs> of my day. <laughs> I feel answer. like I've always been impressed with Justin's ability to, like, spend time doing stuff in the morning. Mm-hmm. Because mine is just a mad dash. Like, yeah. I get up in the morning, I shower, I get myself here for 9 o'clock mm-hmm. most of the time. If you're Tim listening, it's nine o'clock in the dot every day. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. How about you, Melissa? I would love to say that I'd be productive, but I would probably just use it for sleep. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be my answer. Extra extra hour of sleep. Yeah. 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 Just more time scrolling TikTok. Yeah. (laughs) That would be another (laughs) another episode of Criminal Minds for me. Yeah. I know. I feel like I would waste it. I wouldn't make the most of it. Yeah. (laughs) I think we all would do. My my answer is just to sit there. (laughs) (laughs) At least it's like you have a good outlook on it. This extra time for self-reflection. Oh, yeah. And yeah, yeah. Um, if you were a wrestler, what would your entrance theme song be? Oh, my God. 
That is a really hard question. I know. I, know. I can't even think of a single song right now. Mine would be Total Eclipse of the Heart, which oh I know God. sounds really Ooh. weird. Yeah. But just stick with me. Okay. It's a super epic song, mm-hmm. obviously. <laughs> There's a really great buildup. And I nailed that song at karaoke, so yeah. I would do a sing-along as I walked out because I definitely wouldn't be able to wrestle. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, like, yeah. I could maybe... Uh, no, I was going to say I could maybe get down with the outfits, but I could not get down with the outfits. <laughs> no. No. No, not for no. me. Um, no. Oh, how about I you? have no idea. Do you have, like, a... You mentioned karaoke. Do you have a go-to karaoke song? You know what? This weekend... We were listening to a lot of Journey. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Don't stop believing. Yep. Yeah. Classic. Yeah. Yeah. We were singing a lot of that song in the car, mm-hmm. screaming it. As you do. <laughs> so, that, yeah. Kind of happy. Yeah, that's the only way. Mm-hmm. I know the last time I did karaoke was on a cruise with my family. I haven't had the opportunity to do karaoke lately. Right. But um, me and a friend did All Star by Smash, Smash Mouth, classic. classic. And we, uh, my brother was videotaping us, and it was so cringy to watch because <laughs> we weren't singing at all. We were just all screaming, like, hey, no! Like, <laughs> just awful, terrible. That's usually not my go-to. Usually I yeah. like to do, like, Spice Girls sure. or something like That's that. Mm-hmm. What yeah. about you, Kate? Do you have a go-to karaoke song? No. Because we talked about this. I have severe stage fright. Right. So I can't even get up on stage to do karaoke. Fair enough. Like, cannot do it. Can't. Yeah. No, can't. And it's public speaking, but it's singing. We're singing about singing. I can't Mm -hmm. do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It is a... Yeah. It's a lot of pressure. Maybe if I was in a group. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's I think I have done it in a group. But then you're not really... Like, you're not... You're not, like, in the spotlight. Yeah. There's not all the attention. I only do karaoke in groups. For sure. I like the spotlight. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, Jocelyn's a star. Um, I remember when I was in university, we used to go to, like my friends and I used to go to karaoke night at the Thirsty Moose, that's the pub here um, at the university here in town. Um, We used to go there every Wednesday night to do it, but what was really fun about it was they would bring the mics right to your table, so you never had to actually get up. People could hear you sing, but like you were just singing at your table. Wow. And it was the best setup because it really just took the pressure off of being like here's the audience yeah, that's, that's nice. watching like you're kind of just yeah. singing to your friends cool yeah it was super fun miss that actually like that. my friends and i used to book private room karaoke oh my god so you book the private room yeah. and it's just you and your friends and at first it's a little bit more awkward because you don't have a whole room to distract everybody from you but once you've done it a couple times with yeah. like trusted friends mm-hmm. it's the way to go yeah a little bit of liquid courage i'm sure helps just a little bit yeah <laughs> <laughs> um and on a scale of one to ten how cool are you i think i'm about like a an eight maybe mm-hmm. like a high seven to an eight yeah yeah I have some very nerdy qualities, yes. but I think those are cool, yeah, so they're actually yeah. working in my favor. <laughs> yeah, well, it's true what they say, like, the nerds are actually the cooler people, because they have hobbies. Totally. Like, yeah. the quote-unquote cool people in, ho- in high school, like, what what do you like? Yeah, Nothing. show me your yeah. hobbies. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I feel like I am losing, like, you know, 
as you get older and you start being like very distanced from what is cool, you're, you lose points faster and faster. But I think I'm still hovering yeah. somewhere around there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd probably give myself a six. Yeah. Just because, yeah. I feel like I'm going to be one of those moms that's like, thinks they're cool, mm-hmm. but really they're just super embarrassing. <laughs> I'm a cool mom, not a regular <laughs> That's mom. just yeah. how I view myself. Yeah. <laughs> I love that you just like are like leaning full on into it though. That's what makes you cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah totally. I know this is going to be me. <laughs> One day. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you've already got like a cool mom car. Yeah, yeah. Right? it's true. It's like an yeah, SUV, you can fit all. Fancy. Right now, you can fit all your golf clubs in there for the golf <laughs> yes, group. They fit really well. <laughs> yes, yeah. I was surprised. Yeah. It was like a clown car pulling all that stuff <laughs> yeah. out of there. No, oh, I know. I know. <laughs> so it has much. a big trunk for the dog. Yeah. How about you, Kate? Scale of one to how cool are you? Ten. <laughs> I hope somebody says 10 I know right yeah I mean I aspire to be a 10 too I'm a 10 yeah. too let's be real <laughs> Mark home 10 yeah, yeah. 10 out of 10 yeah um, and then our last question so if the office hopefully it's not is going to be struck by lightning and goes up in flames hey. what's the one item you would take like from your from my office, office? Mm-hmm. Well, probably that magic wand yeah <laughs> Gotta come handy again. Oh, no, my computer. I just yeah. say my computer, my phone. I go. Yeah. Yeah. It's got everything in there. Yeah. 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 I want to say computer, but I also have a pink pen that I love to use all the <laughs> time. What's the story of the pink pen? There isn't a story. Okay. I, just, I love to use it yeah. for everything. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect pen. Like so. Yeah, definitely. There are, though, there's pens that, like, have... Like just, just so much the nicer. writing is yep. yeah, and it's like you can get a pack of pens that are the same, and for mm-hmm. some reason, like one of the pens will be better totally. than the other. Yeah. Yeah, that's a real thing. <laughs> yeah. I'm mad because anytime, you know, we've been having more meetings out of the office, so I've been bringing writing utensils with me, yeah. and I lose them constantly. Yeah. And I'm learning to bring, like, the worst writing utensils mm. out with me yeah. because I will lose all of my good ones. I had a really, like, my favorite pen, and it's missing, so. Oh, no. I know. I need to put up some missing posters. <laughs> <laughs> I need it back. I it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Um, awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. It was a huge pleasure to have you both on the podcast. Um, you know, of course, love seeing you in the hallways. And um, yeah, uh, is there anything you wanted to add before we say bye? No, not really. Other than thank you to both of you for having us. Yeah, thank you. It's guys. been very fun. I yeah. love the opportunity <laughs> to get to talk, you know, programs and, and weddings, my two favorite things. So <laughs> yeah, definitely. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for listening, and we will see you on the next episode of the Potential Podcast.